Hi, it's Josh. It's Kamala. And this is what we're into. Yay! It's a date night podcast where two 30-somethings sit down and talk about the things that we enjoy to do in our very limited free time. Exactly. See, I gotta, I, I, I've got, got the <laughs> intro got the now skill. that uh, it's very easy for us to say in. I yeah. think that's clear enough. I think so. Yeah. Works for me. Yeah. I like it. Now we'll go into the rambling thing where I yeah. explain that, you know, we choose a couple things that we're really enjoying this past week and how with our day jobs and all of our other hobbies and stuff, we get very little time to sit down and do something 100% for our own enjoyment. Mm-hmm. And so we just didn't do a podcast that limits that free time even further. You know something? I was thinking about it today, and I just want to say that I really look forward to this. Mm-hmm. Every Yeah, I do. And I think it's one of those things where um, it's almost like it's a, it's a really great scheduled thing that happens every week, and yeah. I really like it because, like, it's not like we don't do things in the evening. It's just the time that we do have together because... You know, we both get off work, we come we home, cook we cook dinner, and then from probably, I'd say, 6 to either 8 or, or 9 or 10, depending on the day. What you, schedule what we schedule have to we're keep going the next on. day. Yeah, yeah um, that's all the time we have. So we have to decide what we're going to do that evening. Are we just going to oh, sit yeah. around on the couch and veg out and watch Star Trek Next Generation? Or are Which... we going to play you know, Pokemon? Are we going to watch anime? Like, what are we going to do for those limited hours that we just get to spend together? Yeah. And honestly, I like doing this. <laughs> On I like, Thursday, we yeah. sit down and we gotta... Like... Yeah, I like Thursdays because it's like, <laughs> what I'm like, and that's why I liked making the list and stuff, oh, yeah. because I'm like, I, I, I have all talk. these great things <laughs> we can talk about, or what we, what's coming up that we can talk about. Like, I look forward to the end of the month, mm-hmm. which we'll do a podcast on that. And I look forward to April and yeah. I look forward to May. Like there's so much topics that we can talk about oh, just yeah. in those months. We have a bunch of stuff going on oh. in the next couple months that we'll probably devote a whole episode so to. so excited for. And to part the curtain a little bit uh, on this, we do record on Thursdays mm-hmm. uh, and the episodes go out on uh, Tuesdays so that Kamala myself uh, has a chance to edit the podcasts. This yeah. is the first podcast that she edits. Mm-hmm. This is the first podcast she's ever done. Yep. This was really just kind of a starting point so she can decide whether or not she wanted to do podcasts. And it sounds like you do. I do. I love it. And last episode that went up, kind of was kicking myself because one of the things that I really enjoy is doing the podcast with Kamala too. <laughs> and I wanted to gush about how how proud and uh, impressed I was with her. Like, she's only done four episodes of editing so far, and they all turn out so nice. I get to listen to them. I get to listen to them in my podcast feed because I don't... <laughs> She does all the editing, and I have a tendency to ramble and go um and <laughs> m and ah a bunch, and I overemphasize some dumb words. And clean them all she up. cleans up the entire thing, and like I gave her the basic basic tools to put it all together, and like the quality of her podcasting ability, like 
so far outshines my own. And I'm like, I wouldn't say that. Well, I, I've I been say podcasting that. for I have, a long time. I've been podcasting for, what, two years, three years, something like that? Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. You put a po- level of polish on this podcast that makes mine kind of look like dog crap. <laughs> that's I'm not just, true at all. I, I truly believe that. I think you do a fantastic job. Well, thank and you, lovey. I, I wanted to that. gush about you this time. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. And now I that mean, that's over with. Yeah. <laughs> now that we've gushed <clears throat> and you're probably all sitting there going, ugh. ugh these people. <laughs> They're gross. Why am I subscribed to this podcast? <laughs> I'll tell you why you're subscribed to this podcast. Because the things that we want to talk to you about this week are party games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you do that all. You do that with it whenever I announce them. <laughs> what? You know, I, I'll, I'll say. <laughs> no, it's, it's just that we're, you're creating a brand right now, and that is a, that is part of your brand. Is I will. I can't. I can do the air horn. Like uh, Rachel McElroy. Yeah. I love hers. Woo, 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 woo. In, in reality, it's more... <laughs> I could just do that yeah. every time you say one. <laughs> we could get you a soundboard and you could just clip oh those my gosh, yes. <laughs> No! I could be like Gene off of Bob's Burgers. No! <laughs> okay. Well, you get to edit that, so you can, you can figure out how to make that sound audibly pleasing. <laughs> Um, Will do. <laughs> point being, you're creating a brand, and your brand is uh, whenever I say a topic, you go, hooray, yay, woo. Good enough. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're very polite, enthusiastic whenever I suggest something. <laughs> you're I like, try to be. Yeah, you might be happy about it, or you might just be like, hooray. <laughs> <laughs> it's a disaffected millennial kind of cheer. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Meh. Yeah. Anyways, party games. Party games. <laughs> you want to do it again? <laughs> no, okay. not this time. <laughs> All right. Uh, so when I say party games, we are talking about like tabletop games where something that has like very limited rule sets where you can bust it out at a party or it's so popular that everybody already knows how the game is played. Like, in the 90s, that would be Monopoly, or, like... What was that one? Taboo? Was that in that? Uh, I guess so, yeah. I had never played it, but I I know that was a really popular game. It was popular, or... Adults. um, What's the the one where you put the card on your forehead? Uh, Headband? I actually think I have that here. Headbands, yeah, we have that. Where is that? Yeah, it's right right there. there. Yeah. Uh, You can't see this. up from the... Uh, it's missing a bunch of stuff in it. I don't care. Yeah. It still would be fun to play. We could figure it out. <laughs> yeah, so it's just like a party game is, in my estimation, a game that everybody already knows how to play so mm-hmm. that if you bust it out at a house party, you know, you'll get six people and they'll sit at the table and they already know how to play, so there's no, like, setup time yeah. or anything like that. Or, like, You don't troubled. have to sit there and explain the rules. Yeah. Everyone can just pretty much jump in. I mean, the the best example is Cards Against Humanity. And everyone pretty much knows that game. Everyone knows yeah. the game. Like, everybody's probably had some experience playing Cards Against Humanity. But it's also, the rules are so simple. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... I like easy rules like yeah. that. You you play this card, and then everybody chooses a card from their hand to play with it. Mm -hmm. And then the person who set down the, like, instigation card 
gets to decide judge. which one's the best one. And yeah. it's that is the extent of the game. Yeah. Like, that's everything you need to and know. And can go on to... for hours. Yeah, especially if you have one of those major, huge decks. Yeah. Right? And what separates that from, like, other games is we've had a house party where we played a more complicated game. Yeah, that didn't work out. It didn't work out well because, you know, if people come in and and they're not expecting to play, either they derail it for their own purposes or they derail it so that everybody else can just not enjoy their time. But yeah, if you pick a more complicated game, people need to know that they're coming to play this game. Exactly. Right? Whereas party games, you know, somebody sees it on their shelf and goes, hey, can we play this? And then you're playing that and drinking and having fun. Exactly. Now, my experience with party games is I prefer them. Yes, I know. Yeah. That's Uh, why we have a lot of them. We have a lot of them because I don't, I don't really, I like board games and I like tabletop games. Like I run D&D a lot. I, I love, I love playing Dungeons and Dragons. And then there's like a bunch of board games that... I would love to play we just get the trail. The, yeah, we just have to get the right group. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing with the those that are, like, they're considered a party game, but it's more like it's it has so many rules and there's, like... Everyone has to be on board with everyone playing. Everyone has to be on board with playing. And they, you have to find people that are actually interested in playing games because there are people who just, like, oh, yeah, I like to play games. And then there's people like, yes, games. This let's, is what we're here for. Yes, let's play this. Let's actually learn the rules. Let's play it the way it should be played. Let's and let's everybody make it learn fun. the rules yeah. before coming in. Exactly. And that way we can all interpret yeah. them together. And I think that's the biggest thing. I mean, for us, we, we have friends that like to play games, but we don't have any friends that we know of as of yeah. yet. <laughs> as of right now. As of right now that are interested in actually sitting down and learning the game for yeah. itself. Like you, you, like you said, the betrayal uh, uh, at House on Haunted hill that's a complicated game i mean like at first it starts out pretty easy you're just trying to run away from the blob monster yeah and then well it gets real after somebody gets murdered and then you're just like yeah well the turn of that game is like all of the rules change to be a different game yeah so like you're essentially have to learn two sets of rules and one person has to learn an entire set of rules at like midway through the game so it's like mm-hmm. okay leave the room learn this these rules and come back yeah and like i like those complicated games and stuff but yeah we have friends who would love who come and hang out and maybe we'll play a board game for a while but we're we're gonna play scrabble we're not gonna play risk <laughs> no. that's that's the that's the thing those friends will have the attention span for an hour of putting a card on a table not for the five hours of intrinsic lore building that we yeah, have to get like, into. Like we said, we don't know anyone as of yet that actually is interested. Because we don't... Well, for one thing, we don't really... If the time that we have together is it's the time that so we limited. spend yeah. together. So when it comes to like wanting to host a game night, which we would love to do, it's trying to involve our other other friends, other friends who are in the same age group, the twenty five to thirties, and they've got their own shit going, and they have their own stuff, kids, husbands, kids. wives. People have kids still. It's oh yeah, <laughs> most of them have children. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so what I really I think the first party game I ever played was probably, I guess Uno, right? Mm. Uno is, I love Uno. Yeah, Uno's kind of like the de facto party game where yeah. it's like the rules are simple. They are a thing that you already know because everybody's played like 
Go Fish or, or yeah. Crazy Eights or something like that. Those are fun games, too. So it's Some really games. easy to kind of, like, figure Uno out. Yeah. Yeah, is Uno, like, the predicator of all party games? I don't know. I, I would have to say, I would have to agree with it, yeah. I'd say that's all right. What, what when did you, you really... Uh, well... I can't really I can't really remember what games we had, but when we did play games, we would play Goldfish every once in a while. My yeah. sister and I would play War, and I never liked War. I liked War because I actually won. <laughs> no, but I mean, like we, I don't really remember the games that we used to have. I mean, I had the Millennium monopoly like that one and oh. i don't remember any i don't really i honestly cannot I guess remember like the board trivial games. pursuit would be yeah. would be we a had trouble game. trouble yeah. which is a, just a board yeah. game no no like, i know that yeah. we had trouble and i i like i don't really think my sister and i were really into games i mean mm. and then if we were doing games we'd play a lot of dice games and card games yeah, yeah because like, you're a big old gambler no i don't <laughs> don't be a brat okay but i mean like it was just because like those are the games that we would play on Christmas Eve and yeah. New Year's Eve and stuff, because we play like ten thousand and we play Pass the yeah. Pigs, which is the game I introduced to you. I guess this Pass year. the Pigs is a party game. Yeah, too, it's a it's... fun one. No one's out. Like I think, I think what you're getting at is a party game is one of those things where as long as everyone's continuing to play, yeah. there is no benefit winner until the end of the round, and that mean that round could be hours. Like yeah. like I said, Cards Against Humanity is one of those games where if everyone's still having a good time drinking and just enjoy playing. You, you just can keep play playing, it. Yeah. You can keep playing it until someone goes, "Ah, oh, I'm done," and yeah. then everyone's like, "All right, count your cards." Yeah. But even then, it's not a big deal. I mean, we've we've played we've, card games we've like that where we've for ages. We, I mean, we've. I think it was my birthday last year where we everyone was sitting around and we think we, we played, played with long like enough. eight people. Oh it yeah. Was an, it it was an unwieldy amount of people. It that was were playing. quite a bit. Yeah, but it was fun though. Mm-hmm. It was good. And I mean, we we played it long enough till a point where you could kind of tell everyone's. Attitude or mood towards the game, how the kinda. game was going, because you can either be like one person was either really getting kind of like bored, or you can tell people were getting kind of antsy. So that's when you knew it was time to change the game. Yeah, it was like, okay, one more person, and then count your cards, and we're done, and we'll yeah, change to something else. We'll do something new, yeah. Because it, it just depends on your group. It, it's a hundred percent the group, but so I what I really like about party games is exactly what you said. Mm-hmm. It's like. Nobody has to stop playing, right? Mm-hmm. And a big problem that I've had with, like, Monopoly or Risk or uh, whatever, um, and a lot of new games, too, uh, I, I find that a lot of new games kind of have gotten rid of the idea of there's a point where somebody doesn't get to play anymore. Mm. And that's how I kind of, like, design my Dungeons & Dragons campaigns. Like, I make sure that there's always a way, uh, even if a character dies in the game, I make sure that there's a way for them to keep playing. Mm-hmm. And for that example, you can go ahead and listen to my other podcast, No Experience Necessary, where Matt totally ate it. And he got really killed. But I had written a way to keep him around because I didn't, because there's no reason in writing somebody out of the game and there's no reason to have a group of people come over to your house, play Risk for four hours, and then one person doesn't get to play anymore and they have to go into the living room and watch netflix for the remaining six hours (laughs) like that sucks (laughs) so a party game is great because the game stops when like there is an end to games like card against humanity that's when the deck runs out or people get pissed off and don't want to play anymore exactly and yeah when 
People get tired. Tired. Yeah, they, you can tell when people are having fun, and you can always tell when when they're kind of like when they're I just kind of really. antsy. Like you can you watch people's body language. If you're a good host, you'll watch your friend's body language. Yeah. You like I can always tell when people are having a good time because they they keep engaging. They're yeah. laughing. They happen. They're just they keep wanting to play. Like they can't wait for their turn. Their next turn. And yeah. then you have people that are just like they forget that it's their turn, yeah. or they're just so bored just out of their mind. They're not paying attention. And it's sometimes it's At because that point, they're I just not, pour them another drink. <laughs> I mean, and sometimes it's not. It, and sometimes it's because they're not winning at their card. Like sometimes, yeah. some people are just not funny, and it's not that that's a bad thing. It's just that the card you played wasn't, wasn't as good as the other six cards that were out, and that's okay. Like and there's the also point that of it point. is not winning. Like yeah. most of the time, when like I said on my birthday, we had so many people that yeah. really. When everyone counted their cards, it was like, cool, good job, you did a good job, you're funny. But at the but, same time, it was like, everyone in this room is funny because we all put cards down that were funny. Yeah, and like, the other thing is, you have eight people, we're counting our cards after, like, the third hour, and they're like, I have ten, and, yeah, like, everyone like, has around the same yeah, very small amount of cards. Yeah, everyone's really good. I mean, it, to me, it's not about how many cards you have at the end. I've never played a party no. game and went, if I don't win this... You know, I'm gonna be it's so gonna I'm gonna be so destroyed. Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing with Monopoly, right? Because because once you get to that three hour mark, you're just like, if I'm not winning at the end of this, I had the worst fucking day of my <laughs> life. Like I've invested so much of my time and emotional energy exactly. into this one game of Monopoly. Exactly. And I don't like no. that because that's not fun anymore. That's yeah. like. That's like if you play a video game to the point that you want to throw the controller. Oh, that's you're not having fun. That. No, you're, and that's exactly yeah. it. You want to continue to have fun, and I think in Call a way, of Duty. <laughs> I think you're right. I think yeah. if you're gonna play a party game, you want to play with a good group of people that are just there to have fun. Like they're literally there to read the cards, make funny jokes, remember those jokes. Yeah, because I mean, that's, that's gonna be your inside joke for like a month. Exactly. Like that's just something that's gonna be you i mean josh and i we sat down one evening because i said i was bored i was literally <laughs> like bored i was like we need to play something let's play a game he's like want to play pokemon no i don't want to play pokemon let's play an actual game that we actually have like one of our own card games but we don't have a lot that are just two players exactly but we sat down and played joking <clears throat> hazard which is the happiness and cyanide yep uh the game. explosion it's super fun it's oh it's and, so crude but it's so much fun and the way that you the way that we kind of designed it yeah. to play as two people is the same structure you know you have the one person who's the, who's judging and the one person who's playing but then like the person who's playing is competing against the deck and yeah. you, like the deck you'll just draw two cards or you just draw a card out of the deck and the uh, the structure of the the game and the structure of the comedy works really well for it to just be random. Yeah. Like, a random card that you draw is a genuine competitor oh, yeah. to a person who's thinking about the structure of the joke. And trust me, that <laughs> deck was beating our butts. Like, yeah. between the two of us, I think the deck won by, like, what, 20-something? Yeah, and we I played for quite some time. We played for and a while. Yeah, the deck did but, win. oh boy, there was one round, though, that, like, it was me and the deck. It was an upset because... Because the, the two cards that... The one card that I picked and the card that the, the deck had was almost were, the exact same card, it except was it was almost slightly different. Joke. Just yeah. slightly different. And then when we were, when Josh was like, yeah, let's just see what the next ones are. 
it happened all over again. It made a huge panel. Yeah, we ended up with a so six-panel joke oh, because so good. because they just kind of kept it. It became this weird feedback loop of the same joke yeah. for every two panels. It was yeah. very strange. I won that round though. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I had good cards. So let's uh, let's talk about the a couple of the ones that are on our shelves. All right, what so you got? We talked about Cards Against Humanity. Mm-hmm. It's the original. Uh, original flavor, and I think it might be the shock humor of it, but a lot of the cards, a lot of the jokes, like, I look at now, I'm just like, yeah, this is like, it's kind of like edgelord jokes. It's like, (laughs) okay, we get it, 17-year-old Brian. This is like, you're, you're making a, you're making a prostitute joke. That's very, very funny. It is 2018 now. Some of the the jokes in the set just kind of don't... Don't fly anymore, because they can be kind of iffy. When when a card goes down and you're just like, ooh, ooh, should I say it like uh, that? Or is that really ooh? (laughs) But it's like, I mean, it's that. And it's also like, we've seen the humor before. I mean, mm-hmm. Cards Against Humanity has been around since, what, 2012, 13, oh, something like that? You guys like introduced that? it to me. It's been a while. It's been oh. a grip that it's been around. And so it's like, the shock humor of it is kind of just kind of meh now. Yeah, it's, it's, not as, it's not as fun as it, it used to be, for sure. Yeah. I guess you'd have to almost get another pack. Yeah, you'll, you'd have to kind of keep buying the expansions because, you know, the humor of it is kind of not what it needed to be anymore and yeah it's it's still great and i'm not saying it's not no, it's no. still lots of fun oh yeah with yeah, the right group just, of people you yeah. can make it really fun it's just some of the jokes don't fly as much as they yeah. used to i think i think a lot of my perception has changed but yeah. like i said it is it is 17 year old brian making an edgy edgy joke and you're just like <laughs> fucking sit down and have a juice man it's fine <laughs> with juice um <laughs> So we also talked about Joking Hazard, which I think is kind of like the go-to for us now. I liked it. I like it so much. And if you're familiar with the game, you're probably familiar with Cyanide and Happiness. Uh, If you're familiar with any of these games, you're probably familiar with Cyanide and Happiness. Uh, They do three to six panel comics. Uh, There's stick figures. There's... It's the same humor, of course. It's like, here's a bunch of dick and fart jokes. Here's a joke about doing drugs. Here's a joke about puking on somebody. Here's a joke about sucking my own dick. It's like... (laughs) It's pretty crude. It's incredibly crude. And it is stick figures. And if you've been on the internet for any length of time, you've probably seen a Cyanide and Happiness comic. Mm -hmm. And it's just that. But it's uh, like... Each card is a random panel, and then the the deck plays a, a card, then the judge plays a card, and then you have to play a punchline. And you at, like at the end, the judge picks their favorite punchline to the comic that they created, mm-hmm. and that is definitely our go-to. I'm actually going to be buying a couple expansions oh, because yay. that's exciting. Because uh, I had kickstarted it when they first launched on Kickstarter, and yeah, it's definitely like the first one we pull out when yeah. we're when we're playing with friends. Yeah, I like it. I actually quite like it more than Cards Against Humanity, and I guess that's just because I'm not really good with words <laughs> and it's also <laughs> or reading the cards very well. So when it comes to just pictures, yeah, as well as like most of the verbiage and stuff like mm-hmm. that on the cards themselves are fairly easy. Yeah. 
I, I can get it. And it's a lot, <laughs> I mean, I think it's a lot more fun as a visual medium because it's I just love like it. everybody gets to look at their hand and laugh at the cards that they have without context and then they get to put that card down. Especially when you get a group and you get a, you get the two panels and then everybody seems to have the same they're all on the same wavelength. Yeah. And if everybody you, puts down like either a boner or somebody's <laughs> showing their butt like Yeah. You'll you'll you get two get panels this, and get, then everyone has the same people, idea. Six people all play a card that has an exposed butt on yeah, it and, and that is like, the joke. Which which, which butt which butt is going to win this yeah. because it's just and sometimes you just can't you can't pick a winner. Sometimes you do have to play by your own set of rules and just be like, all right, this <laughs> these ones are really good. Now somebody put another one down to see if I can pick from that one. Yeah. And that's what kind of what... Yeah, if, if That's what Josh and I do, just, just if, to kind of figure out if there's a better one out there, how to make it better. <laughs> our, our thing is, if everybody's played the same joke, then everybody has to play a new card. Yeah. Like, that's pretty much... Because there's no point in choosing between five of the same jokes, right? Yeah, it's tough. Also, uh, another one that I kick-started is Million Dollars Butt. It, we haven't played that in a while because it's, it's kind of hard to get a group of people that want to play a game that is 100% a thought experiment. Yeah, because yeah. it really is. But I actually enjoy it. We haven't really played it like as it. often as I would have liked. It's an improv game is what it is, right? And not everybody comes to a party, drinks four drinks, and goes, All right, I'm going to improv. Yeah. Give me a... Place and a profession. <laughs> um, well, there's absolutely a couple of those people that come to your party, and you're just like, as long as you don't pick up my guitar, then it's fine, because I don't want to hear Wonderwall eight times. Um, so, Million Dollar Spud is, again, same basic principle. You have one person being the judge, and have a couple of people playing. The person who's the judge plays one card, or it can be played a couple different ways, um, but the one that we do is... One that we tend to do is we play one card, which is you get a million dollars, but, and then there's a thing. Yes. Like a million dollars, but every time you hear a car horn or something like that. Yeah. Or a million dollars, but every every day at noon, right? And then everyone who's playing has this extra card that kind of like gives like a consequence for taking the million dollars. Mm-hmm. And you can either play it for choosing the one card that the person's played as like absolutely take it or that's the one card out of everybody's play that you definitely definitely would not take Uh, and then however you're playing you know that person gets the point yeah so you get the either you take the million dollars with the consequence or you don't take the million dollars because of the consequence yeah, and there's and there's uh, some pretty rough consequences. <laughs> there are some really good. Uh, there's some really good combinations in there. I really quite like it. Actually, it's a very fun game. But yeah, it's it's like a little too much performative. Like it's for it's pe- definitely a thought one for yeah. sure because you have to sit like everyone like you get that million dollars, but it's like you have to really think about would out of the like say you had the four people in the room and you're the one you're the one being the judge. You have four different consequences that you could pick from if you wanted that million dollars. Like, yeah. it, would you take a million dollars and every time you turn on the shower head, there's a 50-50 chance it might be diarrhea? Sewage, I yeah. mean, like, would that you is... would you do it for so that million dollars? Is she always so. she always goes back to that one because that was the one that, that they first played <laughs> yeah. and that took 
so long of there us arguing a, be- between oh, because yeah, you have to put an argument with your card yeah. too. You have to come up with why why wouldn't why you, wouldn't why would why you not? or why wouldn't you? Yeah. I believe the the winning argument. Well, the winning argument of that one was. It was Matt again, and he said, yeah. well, you could just take baths, and yeah. that was it. Or, you know, Purell showers. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right, we're just going to do one more here. Uh, uh, we have a couple more games that would, I would say, constitute a party game, but we're just going to talk about the one that we found. We go to a uh, board game cafe, and this was on the shelf one day, and we really liked it. It's called Red Flags. Oh, I do love this one. This one's very fun. Do you want to explain this one? No, you go ahead. Okay. Uh, So Red Flags, same structure again. There's one person being the judge and everybody else who's playing. The judge is just off of a recent breakup, and you're trying to set them up with uh, on a date. Yes. So you get uh, a couple cards in your hands, and you choose some really great attributes of this person. Like, for... You get Those are the white cards. White cards. You get to pick two white cards to be these great things about him. Like, this person owns his own private library, and this person takes monthly vacations to the Bahamas. Yeah. Right? So those would be, like, the ideal... Like, this is how to get this person... Interested in... Interested in the person that you're setting them up on a date. And so everybody gets to play their two cards, and they get to talk up their... The person that they're trying to set up mm-hmm. the judge with. Then... The person to their right hands them a red card, which is the red flag card. Yes. And, and the that's red... basically like the what makes this person so bad, even with these super great facts about them. Yes. So like, for example, this person wears diapers all the time because they find it more convenient. And so now you have to include that red flag as part of this ideal person that you're creating. And it's... Like, you have to make the argument how... You have to sell them yeah, on it. you have to sell them on the idea that that red flag is not bad enough to discount those two really good things that you said. Exactly. And so it's led to some very fun conversations. There, it has. It actually has led to some really good ones. <laughs> uh, like the uh, the worst breath uh, of all time uh, one that we had with our friends and... The worst is breath. Is that the one where every that the person when they they like to kiss, but they have but really they have bad the breath. worst breath yeah. ever. Yeah, and it's just like the argument was, well, you don't have to kiss them, and it's like, but that's what they're into. Yeah. So it's it ends up being a very fun back and forth, and you get to see what your friends would let slide. That's true, <laughs> but that's also the thing. The fun part is, is if you if you have a group of people that you know fairly well, you like get to if, design like, you, like the you best. You get to person. design the best person because there's been times where like. It was well. The first time we played it, it was Josh and a friend of ours. Um, it's Belle. Belle, yeah, yeah. She. We. It was just the three of us, and uh, Josh knows me really well, obviously. Mm-hmm. But like Belle, I had just met her last year, so it was her chance to be like, "How much out of the time I've spent with you do I know you? Like, can I figure it out?" And Whereas really I've good... known Belle for ten years, so yeah. So I mean, and you'd be surprised. Like yeah. we played it with your other other yeah, friend, with my, her, with a couple of my other friends. friends with his girlfriend, and sometimes you're like, things change. Yeah, like, things... I'm surprised about this. Exactly, you're just like, wow, well, like I would this... have thought this person would have been perfect for you, but yeah. then they're like, nah, dude, it's been like so many years since yeah. I've seen you or talked to you. I've changed, yeah. and it's like, okay, 
But Close was, off. Was, Let's see what we like, got. Let's do this. Let's well, that, see what cards I can do. That main one was I, I fell out of contact with a friend of mine, and uh, my suggestion was I believe he this person owned their own brewery or something like that, Ooh. and he was just like, no, I don't really drink that much anymore, which blew my mind because we were crazy drunks when we were teenagers. <laughs> but... Yeah, it's it's really fun, and I, I again, it's the conversational yeah, aspect I, of it. I liked it, and yeah. I would like to get extension packs for that one. Yeah, that one would be a fun one because I think there's a nerd one or something. There's like a that. there's a bunch out like there. An anime, I think, I'll or something like that, or maybe... a sexy one. I can't remember, but there's a few. Maybe I'll pick up a couple of those. Your birthday's coming up. Yay! <laughs> uh, do you want to talk about this other one? The other thing? Yes. So okay. the other one is a movie. Um, the first time we watched it was on the Microsoft, or was it yeah, the Xbox uh, uh, or whatever? We, we did, like, the digital renting thing off the Microbox, the Microbox. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The Xbox Microsoft Store. You talk good. Oh, I, I talk the bestest. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> Fuck. Okay. <laughs> we're really getting that explicit one tag. More <laughs> one more again. Uh, just the amount I'm cursing, though. We're really getting the explicit tag on this podcast this That's week. Okay. And we're just drinking tea. And we're just drinking tea. <laughs> so we first watched this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was seeing a lot of good things on like Twitter. A lot of the writers and artists that I follow on social media were talking, talking about how great it was. Yeah. And I saw that it was for rent on the... Microsoft Store yes. on my Xbox. Yes. There. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, all right, why don't we just, uh, why don't we download, do the digital rental thing? We'll download it and watch it and see if it's any good. And we've watched it so many times. We watched it twice on that one rental because it was, yeah. Yeah, we did. Because so we've watched it a total of four times now. Uh, it's so good. Well, five because we watched it last night. Oh, so we yes. could talk about okay. this. So, what, so the movie, movie is called What We Do in the Shadows. And everybody listening probably went, oh, that was a good one. Yeah. Because, like... It's on Netflix now. So it's on Netflix if, if now. If you want to see it after you hear this podcast, totally go to Netflix and find it. Canadian Netflix, and it is 2018 uh, at the beginning of March. So we know how fast that can change. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah, so it was kind of released without a lot of fanfare but then became like a, a cult hit and then just a straight up hit because yeah. everybody seemed to love it so much it's so good do you want to describe what it's about it's about five or four four vampires well four four vampires uh yeah so i yeah. mean like the main four vampires so then, it's in new zealand yeah so it's in new zealand and these these four vampires and it's like present day and they have a documentary crew following them and there's a uh, masquerade that happens uh, in June, yeah. I believe. And that's what pretty much what it's kind of going with. It's just documenting the, the, life, the of life, of, life of time of a vampire. And there's the four vampires, and each one of them has come from a different period of time. Like, the oldest is, like, what, 7,000 years old or something yeah, ridiculous a, well, like I, that? They say it in, like, <laughs> passing. It's like, he's 7,000 years old. He's I not think they're just come. being snarky. Yeah. But he's super old because, like, you can tell that he's a super old vampire just based on, like, his face and yeah, his, classic his classic Nosferatu yeah. style. And the, his tomb and crap. Like, he lives in the basement. He lives in the basement <laughs> in a concrete uh, tomb. tomb. Yeah. Uh, that they slide That's the door Peter. off of him. That's Peter. I love Peter. He's <laughs> one of my favorites. He doesn't talk. <laughs> no, he's he so just kind of, great. He kind of just. <laughs> 
nods and ge- gestures yeah. <laughs> and just kind of creeps around like a big old creepy penis. I love it. And then there's the other three, and I think Vigo? they were uh, Vigo, and I don't remember the other two. Oh names. God! Crap! We'll have to. We'll, ha- oh, we'll uh, figure it Dimitri? out. Dimitri, something that right? like that. I'm I gonna, think Dimitri. I think I'm Dimitri gonna is. But anyways, there's Google. the other three, and each one of them is at a different age. I think the youngest is like 300 or something like that, and they've all come from different periods, and they've all been turned different from different other vampires. And, uh, yeah, it's just a documentary on them, but it's a really fun way of, like, watching... Oh, sorry. V- uh, Viego, Viego, Deacon, Vladislav. Vladislav. Vladislav uh, is pretty Peter. great, too. <laughs> he's, he's pretty good. I think I would have to say if you have ever seen The Flight of the Concords, yeah. is that the one? Some of the actors in that is in this. Uh Jermaine Clement uh, yeah. is Vladislav. He he was also the uh, producer of it. Yeah. And Viago is uh, Take. Oh, crap! I can never pronounce his name. Uh, Taika Wait- Waititi. Uh, he's the. Uh, he was the director. He's one of the main vampires. He's the director of uh, Thor Ragnarok mm. and. Yeah, it's it's fucking incredible. Yeah, uh, he's pretty amazing. But he he plays like a what do they call him? Like a dandy? Him? Yeah, he's a dandy lad. He's he was just like a, a well to do But he was so good because yeah. he took care of everyone. Like he's the one that woke up and made sure that the curtains were drawn or like that could be open just to make sure that there's no sun and yeah. he'd wake everybody up and at like the beginning it was like everyone needs to be down at the kitchen for a flat meet. Right? Yeah, a flat meeting. Yeah, everyone needs to talk. And they talk about, like, their chores, and there's dishes to be done, and they haven't been done for, like, five years. <laughs> so the, uh, I guess just, like, the uh, description of this oh, on IMDb, Viego, Deacon, and Vladislav are vampires who are finding that modern life has, has them struggling with mundane, with the mundane, rather, like paying rent, keeping up with the chore wheel, trying to get into <laughs> nightclubs, and overcoming flatmate conflicts. Yeah. So it's so perfect. <laughs> it, it's a... What's a... Mockumentary is the term. There you go. Right? Um, and it is presented as if it were a commissioned documentary by the New Zealand Documentary Board, which yeah. was hilarious. Yeah, it's really freaking funny. I like mockumentaries. Um, I've never seen anything other than that. I'm sure you have. What's a good... You'd have to give me some names. So, like, the ones that I'm going to say are, like, Hardcore Logo, but you wouldn't know that one. What is another... Uh, Blackballed? No? Um, hmm. I'm sure those people listening on the, their iPods right now are screaming about a, a, a mockumentary. I apologize. I've been living under a rock for a very long time. I'm forgetting about... I'm just going <laughs> to... I guess Pure Onage is kind of a mockumentary. Hmm. Um, But yes, it's a very good movie. And I would say if you want to see something kind of silly, I would say watch that. Borat is a mockumentary. I think I've seen... Have I? No. Never seen that one. Sorry. The Office uh, is is a mockumentary. Hmm. Never seen The Office either. Uh, Well, I guess Parks and Rec is... Is a mockumentary because it's a okay, fa- it's yes. a it's a fake documentary. That's another basically. one. We should talk about that. We should. Maybe that's a good one. That could here be we go. A List of mockum- podcast. Uh, let's see if there's any ones here that I recognize. Oh, pop star never stop never stopping by mm-hmm. Andy Samberg. We didn't watch it, but we were no. seeing that one. Um, but I would like to see it because it has him in it. I like yeah, him. he's a good one. Hmm. He's a good one. 
I guess District 9 is a yeah, mockumentary? Yeah, I've seen that. Okay. Yeah, I've seen District 9. Paranormal Activity oh my is gosh. a mockumentary. Okay, it's, well, yeah. it's kind of more of a found footage thing. Maybe not. Oh, um, this Paranormal Activity. I love those movies. <laughs> They're ridiculous. Yeah. They give me nightmares. <laughs> mm. It's bad. But yeah, that's a really good movie about vampires. It can be kind of... I wouldn't say... Eh, it's a little gory, but it's that it's that humor is gore that's not like gross. It's kind of. I, I guess if you're okay with like, it's not a horror. It's it's not. What horror. would you call it? A horror comedy, yeah, for sure. But it, it's, it's, it's definitely not gross. You know what? I would say, comedy horror horror in parentheses. Yeah. Because it's definitely not. It it's got blood mean, in it, obviously, because it's got vampires. Yeah, it's got a lot of blood. It's not super gory and stuff. No. It's definitely just a big fun joke and like. It's definitely pointing funny. Like, I mean. There's parts where they have, I mean, you know, the whole in being invited and things. Yeah. I mean, they like, couldn't get into a nightclub because none of the bouncers will actively invite them in. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, there's there's so many problems that a modern day vi- vampire would have to have. But like I told Josh, I said, I wouldn't even bother. I would just become super rich yeah. and just be like, you just put a so bunch of- what if I live at night? Who cares? <laughs> Go, <laughs> what you do is, was it the vampire Lestat? I think Stat? it Lestat or whatever. Yeah. I, I think there's a might have been it might have been one of the interview with the vampire things. I but love that movie too. <laughs> it was basically you just sleep, like you just take a, a while to gather up a bunch of money, open a bank account, put the money in there, and then you sleep for for a hundred years, and then you just come out and you can live on the interest. And oh. there, solved. There you go. See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like if I was a vampire, I would just become super rich. Like screw everything else. Yeah. And if anybody starts realizing I don't age, well, I guess they're gone. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> snack really, <time>. you want, <laughs> you really want to fucking call me out, Jonathan? Yeah, Do you exactly. want this to happen? Do you want this to happen? I will call, uh, you will Johnny? Be, you will be a midnight snack. Yeah. Looking like a snack. You're looking like a snack. <laughs> You're looking like a snack. About to wrap you up in tinfoil and put you in the fucking fridge, Jonathan. You'll be a leftover. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. You what like, you uh, what? What? Hmm? Yeah. Do you usually like vampire movies? I don't. I do like vampire movies. I'm into vampires, and I well, the only thing, the only vampire movies I've ever seen was the one that Dracula, the uh, what was it, Bram oh, Stoker's. the Bram Stoker's Dracula, I've but seen she's this. watched the 2000 version with uh, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves in it. Ah, oh, that heartthrob. Um, <laughs> and then. I can't... The only problem is, is you know I'm not into horror. Yeah. And you know I can't do gore. I'm not so a huge ha- gore guy either. But see, so if it's a vampire movie, it has to be more about the story and less about the gore. So, like, the interview with a vampire is one of my favorite vampire movies mm-hmm. because there's not a lot of gore to it. There's just that... There's just enough to be like, yes, they are vampires. They eat. They drink blood, blah, blah, blah. But it's not like they're ripping guts and there's entrails. Like, I can't watch that... What is it? 30 Days of Night or whatever? Yeah, no. I tried watching that. that I wanted to cry. I have so, nightmares. <laughs> uh, like, and this is the reason why, while I think you would really get a kick out of the comedy and the story and stuff, it's, it is the reason why I haven't, like, sat you down to watch Evil Dead 2 or... Yeah, but uh, see, that's, that's the thing. Though. I don't think I can't watch those because I don't think I can handle the effects. Yeah. I don't think I can handle... And they were very I'm, campy effects, but I, the fact that they're yeah. just... They're still they're very so visceral vile. because... They're very yeah. gross. I can't do it. Like, my job involves blood. <laughs> so you're less squicked out by it. 
but it's a control. Like, I always tell people, the reason I can do my job is because I'm controlling how it's done. You heard it here. She likes to control how people bleed. Shut up. That's not how it goes. Okay. Yeah. 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 But I'm just, I'm just saying, like, she's going to go all Dexter on me and then you're going to find my body in 20. In the next episode, you know what's happened. Yeah. She's going to insanguinate me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, another excellent joke. The whole point about, like, Mm. pointing a joke finger at vampires as a concept is that they end up turning this, this, like, 30 year old hipster guy who like modern day type guy into a vampire as well and he's not really getting that there's like consequences to being a vampire and stuff so he's running around the Just New Zealand city he's Twilight how they, not not that he's a character from Twilight or he's Edward no, he he's calls just himself r- Twilight walking around saying I'm Twilight yeah. and then Deacon in one scene goes shut up you're not Twilight exactly he's like telling people he's like you know that movie Twilight I'm, I'm, I'm the main guy I'm the main I'm guy. The guy I'm Twilight I'm... it's like what? Do you That's, even know what you're talking about? First of all, what you're saying is nonsense. Yeah, exactly. Also, you're just rambling. You wouldn't want to be that guy anyways, because he's, he's kind of a he's kind of a punk. I, it is Edward, right? I think so. Okay, I don't know. So, so I, don't, I know, but you, you don't. I don't want to know. Eduardo. Sparkly vampire boy. Sparkly pants McBites a face. <laughs> uh, fuck, that was a lot of bollocks we just talked, hey? Yeah. It was good times. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to wrap up now. All right. So thank you for listening. Mm -hmm. We are still a new podcast. So if you could grab your phone out of your pocket, go to our show page there, give us a five-star review and say something nice about it. We would really appreciate that. It doesn't have to be five-star. We prefer them, but... uh, you know, it could be three or yeah. four. Three or I'm, four. We're good with that. As I mean, long as it's if, rated, it, it'd be if lovely. you're if you're leveling us around two or one, that's come on, man. We're, Stop. We, we just we just gave you forty seven minutes of entertainment. What are you doing? Come on. <laughs> um, but uh, more than that, we thrive on your ratings and your reviews and your nice comments. And uh, if you want to share this with your friends, we really appreciate that as well. Mm-hmm. You can find. Uh, this episode and all the other stuff I do at scudsworth.com that's my website Camel and I do a video series where we play video games together mm-hmm. and make jokes called local multiplayer it is a let's play uh, thing and if you like this you'll probably like that too because it is more me saying a, a dumb joke and then Camilla yelling at me for a minute and then, <laughs> and then she gets in on the joke almost immediately after she yells at me because watch me watch uh, Josh play Resident Evil that's yeah, we all, that's amusing. We haven't, we haven't done that in a while. Yeah, that's amusing. Because she gets so sick, and, and it's Ugh, it's also it's all gory. the headshots and grossness. And also, Ugh. you get a little motion sick. I do get motion sick. <laughs> yeah. I can't watch it for very long. Uh, <laughs> you can uh, find us on Facebook if you search for scudsworth.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at tescud. That's T E H S E U D. Uh, Kamala is at Nova Berries. I got it this oh, time. Oh, you, you're really good at this time. <laughs> you can also find us on things like Instagram, searching for scudsworth.com, or what's your? Uh, I think it's the same as your. Nova ha- ba- uh, mine's yeah. Nova uh, Nova Berry Blue or yeah. Nova Berries, either one. And then the uh, Scudsworth Instagram is the same as 
Josh's Twitter handle. Oh, is that a test cut? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you can also check out our Patreon. We're at uh, Patreon slash or Patreon.com slash T-E-H-S-U-D. So again, Patreon slash Tescud. And yeah, I mean, if you can't kick any money to us, that's fine. But definitely share us with your friends and give us a review. We really appreciate that. Uh, and if please you... tweet at us yeah. if you have any like party games that you like. Or if you did watch What We Do in the Shadows, let us know what you think about yeah, it. Yeah, tell, tell us your favorite part from that movie. Yeah. And you know what? We should probably... If you uh, want to tell us about what you're into, too. Yeah, of course. Let uh, us know. Maybe we can talk about it on the podcast as well. Come to uh, our Facebook, uh, thescudsworth.com on Facebook, and leave us a note saying Mm -hmm. uh, what you're into and and what you guys like to do with your free time. Maybe another one of those mockumentaries. Yeah, give us another mockumentary. (laughs) Educate me. (laughs) I did did see... I was reminded of a show called Together. It was a Canadian show on... Uh, much music about a fake boy band called Together. <gasps> I love Together. Yeah. I have the CD. Yeah. <laughs> so there's one. That. There you go. That's Maybe show us one. your your Together CDs and merch. Yeah, that's that a good too. one. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. I was just listening to the song in my head now. <laughs> together, you and me forever. I can't remember anything yeah, else. That works. That. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I was reminded of that when I was looking at the list of mockumentaries. But uh, that's all that we have to say. So uh, thank you again for listening. And we will see you next week. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Bye. Love you.